Hello, welcome to another episode of A 30 Minute Life. My name is Robert Joyce and I have multiple sclerosis, asthma, sarcoidosis and chronic pain. On August 8th, 2018, I wrote a post, Energy, Ways to Preserve Energy When You Have a Chronic Illness. For those of us with a chronic illness, even the most basic of tasks such as showering, cooking and cleaning is exhausting and overwhelming at times, depleting our energy. In fact, they can take up so much energy that it almost seems impossible to complete them and any other activities as well. However, there are ways that you can preserve as much energy as possible on a day-to-day basis. Something that can help you get more done and cope with whatever curveballs your illness decides to throw at you that day. Use the spoon analogy. The spoon analogy is a great way to help you and your loved ones understand that you only have a limited amount of energy. It came about because one person was trying to convey to another that they only get so much energy to do things in a day. And the only item around that they could use as a unit of energy were spoons. In its very basic form, it's a way of estimating how much energy things will take and what effect this may have on your day or the days afterward. Something that can make managing your schedule a little easier and prevent you from experiencing regular burnout. Next, to preserve as much energy as possible when you have a chronic illness, it is vital that you eat right. What this means is that while it may be tempting to reach for refined sugar and hydrogenated fats to give you a much needed energy boost at the moment, it's a lot more helpful in the long term to eat in a more nutritionally dense and holistic way. Sugar can be a bad choice for those with chronic illness. After all, by upping your nutritional load and eating foods that release their energy in a more measured manner, you can avoid extreme highs and lows something that can be hugely problematic when suffering from a chronic illness that already affects your energy levels. Also, when you have a chronic condition that drains your energy levels, it's a good idea to use any equipment that can make your life easier. This may be in the form of a microwave where you can heat meals that you cooked on a day when your energy wasn't so low. Alternatively, it can be to use something like a mobility aid that can help you take some of the physical strain, even when you are in the middle of a flare-up. Something that can ensure that your recovery time is shortened and you get to feel like your true self much more quickly. Lastly, it's essential that you don't waste energy beating yourself about the things you cannot do. This is what Buddhists would call a second arrow situation, in that your first arrow is that you have your chronic condition, something that is bad enough, and you only make things worse or add a second arrow by being unkind and critical of yourself because of this. Therefore, it is necessary to practice compassion towards yourself, as this can help you preserve as much energy to deal with your chronic condition as possible. Fatigue is so common with many chronic illnesses like multiple sclerosis, and they don't really understand why we have fatigue. And it impacts on everything you do and it can come out of the blue you don't even know when it's going to arrive and how long it will last and if you will continue having it or not and I know myself I've gone through waves of it when it was particularly bad and then it becomes better again I'm going through a 
middle phase at the moment. So I have to be really careful about how I use my energy. And the spoons analogy is a good one, and a lot of people use that. Now in the technological age, I think batteries are a better description. We all know now that a battery has a life. It only works at its optimum level for a period of time. After that, its ability to absorb energy is reduced. It's 90%, 80%, 20%. You know, it gradually declines. And the amount of time that it takes to reach that peak amount of energy that the battery will hold can also increase in time too. So it has less energy in it and it takes more time to put that energy into it. And that's a bit like I have with my MS. My energy, I only have maybe 50% of the energy of a healthy person. And to maintain that 50%, I need to actually sleep an awful lot more than a healthy person. I usually will be in bed at least nine hours a night, if not 10. Sleeping for at least eight, eight and a half hours can be up to nine. Some days it's 10 hours. And I need all that sleep just to recharge to 50%. Also, I find that tasks that somebody who is healthy sees as an easy task for me takes a huge amount of energy. For example, walking. I My mobility is really poor and I use different mobility aids to help me. Yet, for me, a one kilometer walk, and I'm using functional electrical stimulation when I do it, saps all the energy out of me. And for a couple of hours afterwards, I'm recovering from it. It's really very hard. And you see the person next to you walking and they're bored. It's so slow. I'm walking so slow, barely using any energy for them. But for me, I'm using bucket loads. And that's the difference. Life is a little bit ironic in that way, or maybe it's a bit cruel. Another thing that I mentioned in this post, which I mentioned in the previous episode, was eating right. And I really agree with this. Having the right food in your body is so important. Sugars, so bad. They really destroy your metabolism. It gives you a quick boost of energy, but it's a false energy. And you need to have food that is going into your body that releases energy over a longer period of time. And fats are fantastic for that. They are slow-release foods. And it's been interesting reading how the word on diet has changed over the years, where we were told low fat was the only way to go. And then now we realize that low fat is actually damaging. And you need to have full fat products. And I'm not talking about sugar like they have with these diet Cokes and stuff, these diet drinks. I think they're actually really dangerous but having a proper balance of fatty and lean meat is very important but also having things like olive oil in your diet as well gives you the right type of fats that can release energy into your system and your body needs variety too it can't all be one type of food so that you get all the nutrients that you need i was watching a documentary 
And when they were talking about the vegetables, they said you should also strive to have as many different colour type vegetables as you can in your diet. The oranges, the reds, the purples. If you could get a blue food, I wonder if it's that if that's possible. But you like have purple with aubergines. So I think you need to increase the variety of vegetables and fruit in your diet. I'm not a huge fruit person, so for me it's mainly vegetables. And I love that idea of the second arrow. We have been struck by an arrow, and that is our chronic illness, and that is taking a lot from us. But there's no reason why we should add to that by stabbing ourselves with a second arrow. It's our own fault that we are making our lives more difficult. And we can do, we can make our lives so much easier by being compassionate, by not being so hard on yourself. And I do that regularly. I find there was one day uh, during the week that I was at a couple of uh, webinars and there was a point when I just said, that's it, I have to stop. And I withdrew because I didn't have the energy. And I knew if I used any more, I would have to, I would pay quite dearly. And the key then is not to be angry that that is the case. It's so easy to start blaming yourself or blaming the illness and getting into this angry negative spiral. I think it's very important that you retain your positive outlook on it. So you're doing something good for yourself so that you have more energy, that you are saving it for the good things that happen in your life. Just don't be hard on yourself. Thank you very much for listening. This has been a 30-minute life where I share my experience of my chronic illness so that your experience could be a little bit easier. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.